0: Hey, it's Amber Smith. Welcome to the Conscious Coach Podcast. Today's episode is going to be slightly controversial, very helpful, and extremely thought provoking. Are you excited? <laughs> I'm very excited. Today is called, What Do You Stand For? And this is coming on, I guess, a piggyback of a lot of conversations I've had with private clients over the years about marketing. And the dualistic nature of marketing, because for every one message, there's an opposing message from someone else, right? For every person that says weight loss is good, there's also a person that thinks you shouldn't care about weight loss. For every person who thinks you should make more money, there's also a message out there that's like, you don't need to make more money. Enjoy your life now, right? Which one is right? and that's a good question and we're going to talk about it. And so a lot of my clients get into this moral battle because they develop some of their messaging and some of their beliefs and they start marketing and talking and sharing content and then they see some of their friends or mentors share messages that are in direct opposition to those to their messages. And then it starts to create this question in their mind like am i wrong? And so it can get confusing. In fact, sometimes I get my own clients asking me, you know, not challenging, but just trying to understand why I teach what I teach when other coaches and business coaches and gurus teach something else. And it's valid, right? Like it's a valid question. I think that this can confuse a lot of people. I read this in the book, the 10 X mentor by Grant Cardone. He says, I think having an okay mentor is better than having five mentors at the same time. And I think that that can be really valuable. I love learning, but I don't always apply everything that I'm learning because it, sometimes it is in direct contradiction. So I genuine, generally try to apply what I'm learning from the coach that I'm paying. Um, and I apply even if I learn, you know, if I'm studying books or listening to podcasts from other mentors for ideas on how to execute the plan that my coach has given me better. That's kind of my rule of thumb. But I do think it's worth discussing for you you know i'm probably one of many mentors that you have and if you're in the matrix or the miracle mind you're paying me <laughs> to coach you and sometimes you bring direct opposite opposing ideas from other coaches and i would challenge you like are you paying them not because of ego it's just for your own well-being and own certainty moving forward Sometimes if your coaches are contradicting each other, you need to pick one and just commit to the plan and commit to the process. And this is kind of difficult because we love our mentors. We love our teachers. A few episodes back, I had a whole series of all my mentors. And what's interesting is some of them, like I think of Eckhart Tolle and Tony Robbins as very different teachers, (laughs) right? And so one of the powerful questions that I'm constantly asking myself is, does this serve the life that I want to live? And if it doesn't, what part does or does any part? Does it all need to go? And for the most part, I can differentiate between what's helpful and what's not. That's why I've been able to create pretty awesome success in my business and in personal life is I'm discerning. And throughout this episode, I hope you use your own discernment to figure out what powerful decisions you need to make in order to create the life and business that you actually want and the one that you can't like that you're working on actively. Right. I think a lot of us have dreams and visions for one day. Like for example, one day I want to write a book, but I'm not actively working on it yet. And so for people who teach book writing, I make a mental note that one day that will be relevant, but right now that's not relevant. And so that's, that's what I mean by discernment. Is this helpful to me right now? And, um, because this is the deal, right? We can get so distracted with quote good content. And this is where I see the most, right? We follow people who have great content, but the end result of us consuming their content is confusion. So it doesn't matter how powerful their thoughts are. It doesn't matter how thought provoking and interesting and enlightening they are. If the end result of you listening to their, their content is confusion or self doubt, it's not helpful for you. And so one of the things that I'm going to encourage you to do is to do a detox of who you follow and who you listen to. I'm studying Dan Kennedy right now pretty deeply. And one of the things that strikes me about him, he's a direct response marketer and um, he has the whole book series called the no BS books, basically no BS direct marketing, um, no BS wealth, no BS time management, like all sorts of stuff. And um, one of the things that I was fascinated by is that, he markets on the internet, but he doesn't use the internet personally. He email markets, but he doesn't use email personally. He markets on social media, but he does not use social media personally. He has a fax machine still in 2022. It's, it's mind blowing to me. Um, but it really spoke to me, the power of marketing and how we have to take it seriously to protect ourselves from being marketed to against our will. <laughs> is how I think of it. Um, because there's powerful forces of persuasion and influence and thought that marketing creates. And so I come to you very open-minded. Um, I've studied a lot of marketing, a lot of people, and I can attest to the fatigue that comes from being marketed to nonstop without having a gate up, right? Without filtering the messages that you receive and using critical thinking to evaluate, is this helpful for me or is this hurting me? Is this adding to and contributing to my life or is this making me question things? Because that is up to you, right? Like you have to see marketing and offers as a tool, but it is not the ultimate truth for your life, right? And so you can use gurus and mentors and coaches and teachers to assist you but the moment that they become something like confusing, calling you out in a way that doesn't serve you, right? Calling you higher, informing you, educating you is good. But when they share content, even like I said, even if it's good, but the end result is you being more confused, more shameful, more doubtful. Like that's not helpful, and that's what I want um, to kind of speak to because. We're going to talk about a lot of different things in this episode, but one of them is if you have a business, you are a marketer, and so one of the most powerful things you can ask yourself is, "What do you stand for, and do you believe in your message?" And um, so, some of sometimes we, you know, start messaging and are, or start creating our messaging, I should say, and start marketing and start creating content. And what's interesting is some of your messages will completely oppose like some of your friends, right? And so one of the examples that I have is I have a friend who's a stay at home mom and she advocates for stay at home moms and she loves being a stay at home mom. She thinks it's really important for her kids. She thinks it's really important for the world. And I believe her, but here I am. I work about 20 hours a week. I have a nanny. I um, love working and I run a six figure business and I'm scaling it to seven figures right now. And like, I love making money and I love being a mom and I love... You know, taking care of my my family, and it's really important to me. I I feel like I've chosen both. Who all who's right, me or my friend? Well, it depends on who you talk to, right? What's interesting though, if you compare our two messages, it might be confusing. But the thing is, is I know who I stand for, and she knows who she stands for, and and neither of us are wrong, right? This isn't about right or wrong. This is about who you're trying to help in the world, and so this is um, I share some examples. or I want to share some examples with you here, um, because this is what we're up against. This is the dilemma, right? Is it right, quote, right (laughs) to want to lose weight or is it right to be happy with your body? Well, it depends on who you ask, but what, what really matters is it depends on who you're talking to and what their goals are, right? If you're talking to someone who's ready to lose 50 pounds so that they can be healthy, it might be right for them to lose weight like truly for their health. If you talk to someone who's had an eating disorder and they're trying to figure out how to heal the relationship with food, it might be right for them to practice intuitive eating and to surrender control, right? And to not focus on their body image. It depends on who you ask and it depends on the timing of the person that you're asking. Another example, is it right to want to make more money? Or is it right to be grateful for what you have? It depends on who you ask and it depends on who's teaching, right? I teach that it's good to make more money. I think it's good for the world, but I know plenty of teachers who teach you should be content and grateful for what you have. Both are valuable. It depends on who I'm trying to speak to and it depends on the timing of the person that I'm speaking to, right? My clients want to make more money and sometimes it deeply serves them to also be grateful for what they have depending on the timing Another hard one, is it right to stick to a marriage that isn't working or is it right to get divorced? Again, it depends on who you ask and the timing for that person in their life. Sometimes it deeply serves someone to stick to a marriage and sometimes it deeply serves them to get divorced. All of these are really pointed, obvious examples. And I'm sure that you can see yourself either as the consumer of these kinds of content or as the producer of this kind of content, maybe you have a moral dilemma, right? Like you've been trying to help people lose weight, but on the the back of your mind, you're like, I don't even know if this is right. Well, it depends on who you're thinking about, right? You're not thinking about the person who's ready, committed, desiring weight loss, looking for their next coach. You're probably thinking about someone who's trying to make peace with their body and not focus on the weight loss, but you're a weight loss coach. So the question becomes so relevant, who do you stand for? And this is not about alienating people or not loving people. I truly believe that we're meant to love all people, but in business specifically, we have to identify who we stand for, who our offers are for and who they're not for, right? And speak to the people who want what we have to offer so we can (laughs) not make ourselves insane, trying to convince people to work with us, right? The focus is on the people who are ready, willing, and able to pay us for the offer that we are in our zone of genius when we deliver and remembering who we stand for. And so I share these examples with you because this is what we're up against, right? We have a madhouse sea full of people sharing messages. I'm one of them. I say that with lightheartedness. Um, we have a lot of marketers in the world now because we feel like we have a message to share. And what's interesting is we all really do because some people need your message and some people will need my message. Some people need the message that they shouldn't make more money, that they need to focus on slowing down and being more present and being more grateful. Some people need to hear me say, you can make as much money as you want and still be a good person. I'm going to share at the end what I stand for, and I'm going to encourage you to decide and to declare what, who you stand for in your business, because what this does When you have a heart full of love and you're not making it mean anything that some people won't ever hire you. I know some people won't ever hire, hire me and I still love them. My heart is so full of love for all the humans. It really is. But my business is for a certain kind of person, right? It's for an entrepreneur. It's for someone who wants to make a lot of money. It's for someone who wants to make a lot of money and have a great family life. Right. And actually I'm going to kind of move into that now about who I stand for. Cause just notice if you identify with the things that I'm sharing, um, I stand for women who want to be good people and make a lot of money. Um, And they believe that making more money is going to make the world better. They want to stop judging and start loving more people. So this, they want to build their business with a collaborative state of mind, not competition. And they choose entrepreneurship specifically. I have, I used to work with like corporate women when I was more of like a life coach, but now I pretty much exclusively work with entrepreneurs or solopreneurs building their own business. Um, and they choose it. They love it. They want to have great feelings about being an entrepreneur and becoming wealthy. Um, and most of my, my belief system about that is like entrepreneurship changes the world and my clients feel the same. Who else do I stand for? I stand for people who believe that people are generally good. They have a positive outlook on the world. And so they're hopeful and optimistic. They want to build a new earth. They want to build a better place for their children. Um, and we believe that we are here for a reason. Uh, Most of my clients are connected spiritually to a bigger purpose than just them, right? They are really abundant in their desire to serve, to help. They know money is a tool. Um, they're not trying to squash anyone on their way up. They really believe that that statement, like together we rise or a rising tide lifts all boats. My clients live and breathe that. I'm so grateful that I get to do business with people like this. I love who I stand for. Um, But the reason that I'm sharing who I stand for is that you can see, you probably are identify with everything that I just said. That's why you listen to this podcast, right? You listen because I stand for you and I want you to win. Um, It's very rare that I get someone who has opposite beliefs as me, not because it's bad. It's just like, they want me to advocate for their biggest dreams. They want me to advocate for their vision. And so I stand for them in my content, in my messaging, in what I do for them, my offers, everything. I'm thinking about this woman who wants more for her life without making it mean that her current life isn't enough. She wants to have one foot in gratitude, one foot in progress and evolution, and be able to impact the world with her divine gifts, right? That's who I stand for. And the reason that I'm sharing this is because you have to take a stand. You cannot appeal to every single human. It is is very hard. Um, even some people, I can't believe this, you guys, but some people do not like target. (laughs) I'm half joking just because I love target, right? Even target does not please all people. Even my like ice cream. I love ice cream. For example, ice cream does not make everyone happy. Some people are lactose intolerant. Some people hate ice cream, believe it or not. (laughs) Um, I guess the point that I'm trying to make is that nothing makes everyone happy nothing serves everyone you cannot stand for every single human but you can love every single human and that's different right so when i see a business coach that teaches pretty much opposite <laughs> opposite things as me i don't make it mean anything i just know that they're standing for someone different they their message is not for me or for my clients right and so my responsibility as a ceo as a visionary as a coach is to share my message for what I believe in and invite people into my world through marketing and sales. I have to stand for them or else they're gonna fall into this way of thinking that maybe doesn't serve them, right? that maybe doesn't align with where they want to go. A lot of my clients are moms, even though I don't market exclusively to moms. because of the woman who I stand for, who has a family life that she really adores, um, she her priority is her family, her faith, um, and her well-being but she still really wants a business. She still really wants to make a lot of money. That's who I stand for. And so when people resonate with me, a lot of times they're moms, but a lot of times they just have a high value on their family or their faith, right? They, they want a business, but they don't want their business to be the most important thing in their life. They want it all. And so I'm not surprised when people come to me ready for coaching who are like me, right? They're moms. They have a business. They make a lot of money and they want to make more, but they don't want to necessarily work more. (laughs) Um, they want to have a spiritual understanding of abundance and wealth and overflow so that they can spread more goodness in the world. That's really important to them. And like I said, you might notice yourself identifying with who I'm talking about because I know you really well, right? I've been spending, let's see, it'll be five years this January helping you creating content like this, sharing my message, sharing that you can have it all in a way that makes sense for you. Not everyone wants to make a million dollars, right? Maybe you want to make your next $50,000. That's fine. Maybe you want to leave a corporate job, but I know that you want more and you're comfortable saying that, um, at least to yourself, (laughs) we can work on it. Um, and you are wanting to make money as an entrepreneur and have a family life beyond just business, right? Like you want a life beyond business. And so I'm very clear about who I stand for. And now I'm going to turn it back to you. Who do you stand for? What kinds of values do you want to promote in the world? And what kind of person do you want to help? Imagine her or him. Imagine what they're struggling with. Imagine what they want. What keeps them up at night? When we create an offer or even a business, it's not just a business, right? It's you are in the people business, helping them create results, helping them get what they want. And when we remember this, it, it forces us to think differently because this isn't just theory, right? Business isn't just something, a game. I mean, I do consider it a game, but it's not like a board game where it doesn't make a difference in the world. It does make a difference in people's lives. And and to take it a step further, it makes a difference in specific real people's lives, right? Like these are real humans with their own real struggles, their own real desires, their own real dreams, And when we make it that real, who do you stand for becomes a lot more 3D, three-dimensional to us. It's not just something that we write on paper. And so I asked this question of many of my clients, who do you want to stand for? And it kind of catches them off guard because they want to answer, everyone, I stand for everyone. As a human being, I stand for everyone, but in my business, I stand for very specific people. And it's not that I don't want other people to succeed or get what they want. It's just, I know who I'm best equipped to help. And it's the people who want these things, right? And so I'm going to ask you to do that work now at the end of this podcast episode. Who do you stand for? Who are you best equipped to help? Who can who can you truly, one, understand enough that you can innovate for them? Who can you really help both from your experience and your skill set? And what kind of world do you want to create? And I think those things are not something that you just got it, you know, instantly, got the answer. I think it's worth spending time with. I think it's worth pondering. And um, for me, I did not stumble on this, right? I started my business without really knowing where I was gonna go. And I know that I will have many pivots in my business. I'm young and I have a big life ahead of me and a big dreams. And so I'll, know, I'll continue to pivot into power, pivot into clarity, pivot into my you know different offers and ways of being in the world. And I'm good with that. I'm comfortable. This isn't an end-all question where you answer it once and you are destined to answer that question or have that question be the answer for the rest of your life, right? Like who I stand for might evolve. It definitely has evolved. When I first got started, I was just life coaching anyone who would let me. And now I'm a mindset business spiritual coach for entrepreneurs. And I didn't just stumble here. I made powerful decisions about who I want to stand for as I grew, who I wanted to stand for changed. And so give yourself that flexibility. One of the things that I like to think about is when we choose to who we stand for, it just helps us clarify who we're talking to right now. And in the future, if you feel like you need to clarify that or pivot, that's okay. You are allowed to change as many times as you need to. Heaven knows I have, (laughs) Um, I've pivoted a lot, but I'm grateful for all my past decisions because it kept getting me clear. And I work with the most amazing people who are heart centered and want to serve, but also believe in making money and that it's good for their families and good for the world when they do, who want to make a difference with their gifts. And I love it. And I am very grateful for the work that I get to do. I'm grateful for you, grateful for this community that, um, follow, follow my work. And I'm grateful that I get to do this. You know, I'm sitting in my office at home and I picked up my babies from school today. One of them went on a field trip. Um, one of them was just recently sick and it's not lost on me that I just get to hang out and do what I want, (laughs) but that was intentional. Right. And that's what I stand for. I stand for people having options, having freedom, having choice, to live the life that they really want on their terms. Now, it doesn't happen instantaneously, but it's what I want to help people create and it's why I do what I do. So thank you for being here. Um, Will you do me a favor? If this resonated with you, will you please send this to a friend or a fellow coach or fellow entrepreneur who would benefit from this message? That would mean the world to me and it, it goes a long way in helping the podcast grow. So thank you for your support. Thank you for being you and I'll talk to you in another episode. Bye. Hey, if you loved this episode, I think you would love my Conscious Coach membership. It's packed full of my archive trainings about the inner work, entrepreneurship, alignment, and abundance. I also drop new content for you every single month and send you a letter to your real mailbox. And I call it the magical, tactical, and practical wisdom for entrepreneurs and coaches. I send it every single month and I know you would love it. If you feel like you want this and you want to join, go to itsambersmith.com forward slash membership, and I'll see you inside.